0: Hello, welcome to this podcast. This is Classical Music Decoded. I'm Dino Madramutu. It's unseasonably rainy and overcast here in Johannesburg. It's May 2023 and we're still getting showers, which is a bit unusual for this time of the year when winter is right on the doorstep. On the highveld, thundershowers are more a summer phenomenon. My apologies if I sound a bit strained and wheezy. I'm recovering from COVID-19 which is the first time I've contracted the illness since the outbreak began. Speaking of COVID-19, a very positive development I've noticed over the past few months is the increase in live classical music activity. There are more classical concerts these days and it makes a welcome change from the dark days of COVID-19 lockdowns when there was almost nothing going on. If you haven't heard of them already, I'd like to draw your attention to the Johannesburg Chamber Music Collective, I started attending their concerts late in 2022 and they've really gained momentum since then. Not that I am taking credit for the gain in momentum. They host chamber music concerts at least once a month, sometimes more frequently than that. The music takes place at Northwoods House in Parktown, a grand old building designed by the famous architect Sir Herbert Baker. Every concert I've attended has been well attended and it seems as though they're really catching on. If you'd like to view their concert schedule for the rest of the year, log on to their website www.chambermusiccollective.co.za You can also find them on Facebook. It also pleases me greatly to see that the Johannesburg Full Harmonic Orchestra or the JPO, is back to having regular seasons. The winter symphony season will start on the 1st of June 2023. The programme is clearly geared towards providing as much enjoyment to as many people as possible, which is a good thing, of course. Almost all the works will be familiar to both devoted and casual concertgoers, but there are one or two surprises in store. I'd like to take the next few minutes to go through the programme for the four-week season. The first concert, on the 1st of June, will feature Mozart's Symphony No. 40 in G minor. It's perhaps his best-known symphony and is one of those works that arrests the attention of the listener right from the opening melody. Listen to the first movement on YouTube, or whichever platform of your choice, and you will see why so many people find it irresistible. The concert will also feature Rachmaninoff's Rhapsody on a Theme of Paganini. Although written for piano and orchestra, it's based on a violin composition, namely Paganini's Caprice No. 24. The Rhapsody is a series of variations on the Caprice No. 24 and Variation 18 is particularly famous and it showcases Rachmaninoff's unerring ability to write melodies that stop you in your tracks. The first concert will conclude with Schubert's Unfinished Symphony which comprises only two movements, as opposed to the usual three or four. Schubert completed two movements, made sketches for the third, but for reasons unknown, he didn't complete it. The second concert will take place on the 8th of June and will be conducted by the excellent Bernard Guler, who is highly regarded in both South Africa and Canada, where he has conducted extensively. It will feature Franz Liszt's dazzling Piano Concerto No. 1, as well as Dvorak's Symphony No. 8, which, as with many Dvorak compositions, includes the beautiful melodies and spirited dances of his native Bohemia. Of particular interest to me is Ottorino Respighi's Ancient Airs and Dances No. 3. It's an orchestration of lute music from the Renaissance era and the melodies are charming and graceful. The entire work is made up of three suites and the JPO will play the suite number three only. It's a work that's not very well known in these parts and I think it's the first surprise of the season. The third concert on the 15th of June will be presided over by Daniel Boyko, another immensely popular conductor in this country. It will start with Paul Ducar's tone poem, The Sorcerer's Apprentice, a piece that's infused with magic. Thereafter there will be two violin works, Ernest Chanson's poem for violin and orchestra. It's not a minimalist work but the orchestral passages are sparse and there are long and very beautiful passages of the violin playing without orchestra. The second violin work will be Pablo de Sarasate's lively Zigeunerweisen. Weisen. The 1st of April marked the 150th anniversary of Rachmaninoff's birth and as a nod to this milestone, his 3rd symphony has been programmed as part of the third concert of the season. The 4th and final concert, scheduled for the 22nd of June, will open with Beethoven's heroic Egmont overture. It's part of a suite of music that he wrote to accompany a performance of the play Egmont. That suite is seldom ever played, the exception being the Overture, which has long been a concert favourite. There will also be the Brahms Symphony No. 1, which was almost 20 years in the making. It took Brahms so long because he felt a great responsibility to live up to the stratospheric standard set by Beethoven, the master of symphonies. The season will end with a treat. It will be the world premiere of the Clarinet Concerto by South African composer Rulof Temming. The soloist will be Maria Dutoy, who was one of Temming's students, and what's more, he wrote the concerto for her. This will be one of those rare occasions where a work by a local composer is performed by the soloist for whom it was written and is the second surprise of the season. So that's what we have to look forward to over the next few weeks and months here in Johannesburg as the rain comes down again. In fact, more than just rain, it's positively storming with a bit of hail as well. Now I contend that in as much as listening to recordings is great and educational and essential actually the best way to engage with classical music is through live performance. So if you can, Get your tickets to the concerts I've mentioned. This is Classical Music Decoded. I'm Dino Madrumutu. If you want to get in touch, my email address is cmd at vivaldi.net. Until next time, take care.